Welcome to episode 103 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are live on youtube.com slash Matt Witt, as well as twitch.tv slash the Matt Witt. You come check us out every week or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Today we have a fun episode. It has been some time since the last episode of Morning Kickoff, and a lot has happened with the Minnesota Vikings. Um and mostly in the last week. I mean, we saw Jeff Gladney's um, court hearing, which we're going to talk about today. And then we saw um, or the grand jury meeting. And then we saw the injury with Ola B.C. Johnson, two big, big players on this Vikings team. Now, they weren't core starters, but two players on this Vikings team that held depth to the team and losing these two players is going to be huge and could set us back a lot this upcoming season. On top of that, we have the losses of the COVID-19 quarterbacks where they're now signing a bunch of practice squad guys to play and during our training camp, which is going to be pretty terrible to see. So not going very well for the Minnesota Vikings so far in training camp. So hopefully this can add fuel to the fire for the 2021 season because Vikings have a good enough of a team to actually win a Super Bowl. And I've talked about this a lot. Vikings have a very good team right now, though. Vikings have the least um, amount of COVID vaccines per player on out of any uh, team in the NFL, which that's not what you want to see. But overall, I have faith in this Vikings team. Hope you all do enjoy. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, There will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy the show. And we are back. A lot has happened since the uh, last podcast episode we have done. The Vikings signed D.D. Westbrook. We've seen uh, multiple days of training camp, and this is really where the NFL season is starting, is with training camp, because the decisions that you make here can really define your NFL season. Uh, But today we're going to be talking about Ola B.C. Johnson's injury. After he tore his ACL in training camp, he will he will be out the entire season and at least eight weeks in this season. He's going to be out for the entire season. We know this is going to happen because it is a torn ACL and you don't want to take the risk of actually playing B.C. Johnson when he's not Justin Jefferson, when he's not Adam Thielen. However, with this being said, a lot of people are kind of shrugging this injury off as he is a, considered a wide receiver for as last year, the Vikings had obviously Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen as the starting two wide receivers. And then you add Chad Beebe inside the slot. B.C. Johnson is a very valuable wide receiver for for the Minnesota Vikings. And the reason why B.C. Johnson is very valuable, although he was a seventh round draft pick, phenomenal seventh round draft pick, by the way, he's playing like he's a fourth round draft pick. The reason why he's so valuable is because when the Vikings are running three wide receiver sets, you see Justin Jefferson and B.C. Johnson on the outside. You don't see Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And the reason why is because B.C. Johnson is being utilized as a outside wide receiver who can win those one-on-one matchups. And then you play Adam Thielen inside the slot because Thielen is arguably, arguably the best slot wide receiver in the NFL. He can make a lot of plays from the slot. And although he does line up outside a lot, from the slot is where he is, where he's the best. And that's why you would see him play inside the slot when it is a three wide receiver set. So taking a look at B.C. Johnson. Last year wasn't the biggest impact for the Vikings. Obviously, he wasn't Dalvin Cook on offense. He wasn't Adam Thielen or Smith Jr. He wasn't these big names. However, he was utilized a lot. And if the Vikings suffer with an injury, like we saw in 2019 when BC was a rookie, he stepped in for Adam Thielen and played phenomenally. For a seventh-round draft pick, he was impressive. 
However, last year, 16 games played, 14 receptions on 19 targets, had 189 receiving yards with a 67 PFF grade. So not impressive stats when you look at it right there. However, BC Johnson is very impressive as a seventh round draft pick. And all in all, we need him. And the reason why we need BC Johnson, and this is a bigger injury than people are actually saying it is, is because you take a look at the wide receiver depth outside of our top four. It's not that impressive. Adam Thielen has suffered with injuries. Chad Beebe seems to get an injury every year. We're really just looking at Justin Jefferson and Irv Smith Jr. Irv Smith Jr. is a tight end, but I'm throwing him into this because he we know he's going to get a lot of touchdowns this year. If Irv Smith Jr. can stay healthy, he's going to get the third most uh, targets on the Vikings offense. And he will probably have the most receiving touchdowns out of any Vikings receiver as a whole. Take a look at the Vikings wide receiver depth outside of Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, which is a top five wide receiver duo in the NFL. You have Chad Beebe. Chad Beebe is going into this next year and has already hit his ceiling. Chad Beebe is not going to get better. I will say that right now he's going to, he could have as good of a season as he did last year. His last year season wasn't uh, the greatest season in the world, but it also was very good for a wide receiver three and amazing for an undrafted free agent. Chad Beebe is now going into his, uh, I think it's fifth season, fourth, it's fourth or fifth season. Anyways, he's been suffering with injuries his entire career, and we can just expect that he's going to get injured again. And you have D.D. Westbrook, who the Vikings just picked up on free agency uh, after previously playing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, D.D. Westbrook is one of those players who he can he can do some plays. He can make some plays. He can make a splash in offense. Thing is, he's not as explosive as BC Johnson was with the Vikings, but he can still do something. You can play him from inside the slot. You can play him as a backup. And really looking back on it, this was an amazing uh, pickup after the Vikings. Uh, BC Johnson just suffered with a torn ACL. DD Westbrook is exactly who you should have signed. Amir Smith-Marset, he's a rookie. His Iowa State tape as a wide receiver is very impressive. And bringing that into this Vikings offense, he can make some big explosive plays on offense as well. Next player is who I really want to focus on here, and that is KJ Osborne. Vikings drafted KJ Osborne out of uh, Miami in the 2020 draft pick in the fifth round. Vikings drafted KJ Osborne to be a special teams returner, both punt and kick returner. I said this was a great draft pick. Looking back on it, this draft pick was an F because he did nothing his rookie season. And it's not like they didn't use him. They tried to use him his rookie season, but he did nothing. However, so far in training camp, from the tape that I've seen and from the word of mouth that, that has been out there, KJ Osborne has been very impressive. And he can step in from this wide receiver. Is he a wide receiver six right now? He can step all the way up to the wide receiver three and play as that wide receiver three. And then next up, we have Blake Crowell, who was an undrafted free agent. All these next three players are un undrafted free agents. 2021 would be Blake Prowell, Wap Fillier, and Myron Mitchell. I just want to focus on Blake Prowell here because if you take a look at his combine stats, he is ranked very high in a lot of categories. Now, he's coming from a school which I never heard of. It's still a D1 subdivision school, but he doesn't have the tape to make him draftable, but he does have that athleticism that can put him as a potential wide receiver three going into the future. Now, not this year. Blake Prohl is not going to make the roster because he was an undrafted player. He will most likely be on the practice squad, and I would not be very happy if he was completely cut. However, he's a taller player. His 40-yard dash, he runs a 4-4. Vertical jump is 36. Broad jump, 126. That puts him in the top half in a lot of categories and making him a very, very athletic wide receiver. 
well, why is this good? I mean, for wide receivers, athleticism is important. However, the most important is just, can you win one-on-one -on -one contested catches? Can you, do you have great footwork? While he doesn't have that, he can win one-on-one -on -one contested catches. And you can play him from inside the slot. You can utilize him. And that's why I'm very excited to see what he can do this NFL preseason as um, I do believe he's going to get a lot of targets so they can try to see what he can do. So why is losing BC Johnson such a big issue? Because we have these other players, KJ Osborne. He is from word of word. He's been playing well. Blake Prohl, he has on tape a very high upside or um, on uh, paper, a very high upside. And then you have obviously D.D. Westbrook and Chad Beebe. Well, all those players that I just named have suffered with injuries. You want to throw Adam Thielen into the mix too, while overall he's been a very healthy wide receiver. He has also had some injuries. Injuries on offense can ruin our season. As you take a look at other playmakers we have, Vikings have some of the best playmakers in the NFL. Delvin Cook has been injured every year he's been in the NFL. Earth Smith Jr. has as well. So you take a look on offense, we have phenomenal playmakers around the board. They all are suffering with injuries. And BC Johnson was that player who could step in for those players and honestly could step in on third down too. As a outside wide receiver winning one-on-one -on -one matchups, you put him out there, you ask him for 10 yards, he will get you 10 yards. He is just that good. And that's why losing BC Johnson as a huge threat on third down is a bigger loss than people are realizing. What will this mean for the team? We need to see what these players can do. And that's why on preseason, we are going to focus a lot, okay, mostly on the offensive line. But outside of the offensive line, who we will focus on the most in preseason will be those wide receivers who can step up in that role. Chad Beebe also, I don't know if I mentioned, but he's been injured every year. He's been in the NFL as well. So in preseason, who will we be looking to? Those two players that I just mentioned, KJ Osborne and Blake Prowell. And then obviously D.D. Westbrook as well. So losing B.C. Johnson isn't going to obviously break the Viking season as a whole, but is a bigger loss than people are realizing as he was a he was a key player on third down and was a very versatile wide receiver when you look at it, especially coming from the seventh round where that rookie season that he had was phenomenal. Jeff Gladney finally had his grand jury on Wednesday. First round draft pick out of TCU, 31st overall draft pick where the Minnesota Vikings traded down after drafting Justin Jefferson with 25th pick traded down with the 49ers who traded up to draft Brandon Ayuk, who by the way, if the Vikings drafted Brandon Ayuk instead of trading down, we could be in a much better spot right now as we do need that another wide receiver. So we're just throwing that out there that the Vikings did make a mistake right there. But anyways, Vikings wouldn't have drafted two wide receivers in the first round anyways. So in the moment of time, Vikings did need a corner. So trading down and uh, drafting Jeff Gladney was a very good move for the Minnesota Vikings. So now looking back on it, though, this was a very not a very good move for the Minnesota Vikings as he has been cut by the team as of Wednesday following his grand jury where he was indicted for a felony assault on his ex-girlfriend in uh, Dallas, Texas. Now, to the surprise of nobody, he was cut because you're not going to keep this guy on your roster paying him this much money. You're paying him like a first round draft pick because he was a first round draft pick. And now this is leaving the Vikings a lot in dead cap, but also opens up some more cap space um, to possibly have some more signings, maybe another corner or wide receiver the Vikings could sign. So he was arrested in April of Dallas uh, in in Dallas as of April of this year. Now, he hasn't showed up, obviously, to any of the team meetings, any of the OTAs or team practices. So, of course, he has to be cut because 
he's setting us back. Keeping him on this roster would be setting us back. So we are just going to add Jeff Gladney already to the list of first round busts for the Minnesota Vikings. In the Mike Zimmer era, Mike Zimmer has drafted nine players in the, well, 10 players in the first round, but we're not going to look at Christian Derrissaw, obviously, because he hasn't played a game in the NFL so far. Looking at the nine players who Mike Zimmer has drafted, three of them have been good draft picks. Three of them have lived up to their spot or exceeded. Those three players are Anthony Barr, Teddy Bridgewater, and Justin Jefferson. Right off the bat, he drafted Anthony Barr and Teddy Bridgewater in the first round. Now, Anthony Barr did live up to his ninth overall draft pick. As of recently, he has really fell off the deep end and doesn't look at all like a first-round talent or even starting talent as of recently. However, you still have to put him on the list because he did make four straight Pro Bowls. Teddy Bridgewater also led the Vikings to 11-5 season, so that's another great draft pick. Plus, he was the final pick in the third round, so that was another very good draft pick. And then, obviously, Justin Jefferson. But And then we're not going to talk about all the misses that the Vikings have had other than Jeff Gladney today because this, it's really less of the Vikings because the Vikings are great at drafting. Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman are excellent drafters. It's more on just that they've been unlucky. They've been on very unlucky with Mike Hughes, who just suffered with injuries and ruined his career. Very unlucky with the Jeff Gladney situation. Now, unlucky with Trey Waynes, who's also suffered with injuries. And that's that's really it. The, all three corners that I've just named, they have been unlucky with. So maybe just don't drafting corners in the first round is probably a good idea. And maybe sticking for the third round where you can find players like Cameron Dantzler and Chris Boyd and Harrison Hand that the Vikings also have on the roster that they signed in the uh, day three. So taking a look at the Vikings um, depth, because Jeff Gladney was a key player for the 2020 season as he did play all 16 games. He was our most healthy corner. He was, I believe, I might have to check this, but I think he was the only corner who was healthy all 16 games and started 15 out of 16 of those games. Now, he looked like a rookie. That's the thing with Jeff Gladney. He did look like a rookie. Cameron Dantzler looked like he's been playing for some time. Gladney looked like a rookie, but with that being said, he had a lot of potential. He showed a lot of potential in the NFL as he is an excellent tackler. He has great athleticism and you, I wanted to see him start at nickel back this upcoming season, but with this happening now, it's, I'm very happy that the Vikings did sign all these players in free agency. Vikings last year, what set them back on the secondary was lack of experience. I mean, you had Cameron Dantzler, Harrison Hand, Chris Boyd, Jeff Gladney. Those were your starting four corners. All four of those players were in their rookie season or their second year. Those were your starting four corners. Into the season, Vikings started taking a bunch of practice squad guys, and it just did not go well at the cornerback position. That's why the Vikings just uh, focused on the cornerback position again in free agency, obviously signing Patrick Peterson, signing uh, Mackenzie Alexander, bringing him back. Vikings brought back, um, or they signed uh, Ty Smith as well. So really just focusing to get a good balance between uh, experienced veterans and players who are relatively new to the position or new to the NFL. And that Vikings have found a very good balance between those two positions. So taking a look at the cornerback room as a whole, there are uh, seven corners we're going to be taking a look at. We're not going to take a look at all these free agent corners that the Vikings took outside of these seven ones because you don't want more than seven cornerbacks on your active roster. Your starting three corners will be Cameron Dantzler, Patrick Peterson, and Mackenzie Alexander as of today. Now, People assume that Cameron Dantzler has that position locked down as he had an amazing rookie season last year and really against some of these best wide receivers in the NFL looked amazing. And even though with the Jeff Gladney situation, we are lucky to have Cameron Dantzler who he may not be the fastest in the world. He might be a very undersized corner and that's why he fell to the third round. Vikings are lucky to have Cameron Dantzler as obviously what's happening with Jeff Gladney. This is not looking very good for the Minnesota Vikings. However, he does not have that position locked down as 
it's very possible the Vikings decide to put Mackenzie Alexander or Bashad Breeland at outside corner, starting left corner over Cameron Dantzler just because he is doesn't have the experience and he's going to be going against Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson and that's going to be very tough matchups for Cameron Dantzler. Patrick Peterson you know he's going to play at right corner because he is going to be that zone corner for the Minnesota Vikings. Mackenzie Alexander obviously at nickel because we've seen him play that with the Minnesota Vikings in the past and then signing Bashad Breeland and Ty Smith both free agents um for the Minnesota Vikings are two veterans bringing to the team to help out these Chris Boyd, Harrison Hand players who are relatively new to the NFL. So taking a look at the cornerback room, it's not bad. I mean, you take a look at it and we still have three solid starters. I mean, there's no lockdown corner on this list. It's not like Jeff Gladney was that. Jeff Gladney would likely have been our starting nickel or our uh, backup outside wide receiver, which would be a, our corner, which would be a good spot for him to play at. So that's really what his role was with the Vikings. And now losing him, you have to have uh, Chris Boyd and Harrison Hand step into that role, which Harrison Hand, by the way, I do believe the Vikings should try to use Harrison Hand at safety because um, he is that zone player who they also use on special teams because players like Josh Metellus and Miles Dorn did not look very good last year. And if you can use Harrison Hand and let him play at safety also on special teams, he can be utilized a lot for a cornerback number six. So that's why using seven corners in this Vikings depth on this Vikings cornerback room would be very good for the Vikings because uh, really at the safety position, you only have two players locked down at their positions. Your two starters are great. Your backup, you have Cameron Bynum, who's a rookie, and having another player step into that spot other than Josh Metellus or Miles Dorn would be very good for the Minnesota Vikings. So all in all, losing Jeff Gladney, although he was a key player in the 2020 season and was started 15 out of 16 games for the Minnesota Vikings as a rookie, which is very good, but that's mostly due to injuries and lack of experience and other corners uh, at the position. So he's played a lot in the 2020 season, was a key part of our secondary. All in all, though, the Vikings really set themselves up to prepare to lose Jeff Gladney. After signing Patrick Peterson, after signing Mackenzie Alexander, uh, Bashad Breeland, Vikings signed multiple corners. Uh, Ty Smith signed multiple veteran corners to basically fill in for this role. The Vikings really prepared themselves for this, and that's why I'm still very hopeful going into this upcoming season. Now, it's kind of sad to see because Jeff Gladney was a first-round draft pick who was overall very healthy throughout his college career and in the NFL. To see him, to see the Vikings suffer with a loss here and losing another first-round draft pick, specifically another first-round corner, is a sad sight to see. So Vikings just don't draft corners in the first round anymore. I mean, you're just going to get unlucky. It's not like the Vikings can't draft corners in the first round. You just get unlucky as we see, as we saw with Trey Waynes, as we saw with Mike Hughes, and as we're seeing with Jeff Gladney, Vikings just get say, um, unlucky. So if you take a look at the team cap space, though, as this was a rookie contract, so our first round draft pick rookie, he was making approximately $4 million a year, I believe it was, but now the Vikings are paying $11.3 million in dead cap, which is a lot. It's much higher than it should have been, but anyways, uh, the Vikings adjusted cap space now is $13.5 million, leaving a lot of room for new signings on the Minnesota Vikings, and then their 2022 cap space is $4 million, but that's going to change us the Vikings are going to have a lot of cuts by the end of this uh, offseason. Of course, going into the season, Vikings are going to have to move down to 53 players. So that 2022 cap space will go up a lot. But the Vikings adjusted cap 13 and a half million leaves a lot of room for new players, maybe another wide receiver, another corner, most likely another wide receiver offensive lineman the Vikings should be focusing on here. But that leaves a lot of room. So let me know what players you think the Vikings should sign. I know there's a lot of big name players still available like Larry Fitzgerald that I guess the Vikings could use because what I heard during uh, training camp, Vikings can use more help on the offensive line. 
especially at the guard position. Vikings can definitely use some more help. I know they're playing Ole Uda as a guard now, which he's a big player. So I'm pretty sure he could be a good guard. But again, he's never played guard in his life. I mean, I don't know why you're just uh, transitioning him. I think this is his third year and you're trying to play him at guard. So that means the Vikings are just that desperate at the guard position. And they should have taken Joe Thune in free agency, but decided to just pass on him and look to the draft where they drafted one guard, Wyatt Davis. And hopefully he can look good as well. So we're actually going to take a look at all this in the next podcast episode about players who I'm very excited to watch and who I will be watching the most in the NFL preseason that the Vikings only have three preseason games. They're moving to three and 17 regular season games. So during that, what players the Vikings should be looking to. So let me know what you guys think. Who do you think the Vikings should sign with this 13 and a half million dollar cap space? Thank you all. That's going to wrap up episode 103 of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day. We'll